0: Hi, this is Rose and Masood Ramandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries. Thank you for downloading our podcast. We believe this teaching will empower you to grow into the fullness of Christ and inspires you to walk with Him. Make sure you subscribe to get new messages every week. We believe in you and we know that He will appear in your life soon. Enjoy the message. hello everyone this is rose romandi and i am very happy to be with you here with another teaching on what jesus meant series in this video i'm going to talk to you about a verse or part of the scriptures that jesus spoke in matthew chapter 5 and we read that in verse 29 that it says if your right eye causes you to sin pluck it out and cast it from you for it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish that your that your whole body to be cast into the hell. So when you know when we read this scripture and if we don't read like before and after that this scripture and we don't read in the spirit then that doesn't really mean that you actually literally remove your eye out because you looked at something while we know that Jesus came to bring that forgiveness of sin for all of us. So there is a forgiveness. So why would Jesus here says that like cast your eye out? so we are going to see in this video that the eye that jesus is talking here it is not the physical eye that we have in our physical body it is more than that and we are going to see what that eye is so but so that basically my focus in this video is the first part of this verse and that's that's where i'm going to uh, spend majority of time there because i'm going to talk about what is the eye and what does it mean to you pluck it out and cast it and why are we basically doing that but before we jump to that section i want to quickly talk about the second part of this verse so that we can understand this part a little better so we can understand the first part. In the second part of this verse, it says that it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into the hell. If we go to Mark chapter 9, Jesus brings the same example there and he says the same thing, but Mark gives us a little more information about what does it mean? Like, why? where am I going that I need to lose one eye, so it is better for me to basically lose the eye that is causing me sin. So let's go to Mark chapter nine and just take a look at that scripture together. In Mark chapter nine, verse 47, Jesus is talking about the same thing here with a little more information. It says, and if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out, it is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into the hell fire so we see here that the context is about entering into the kingdom of god as we already talked in many other videos that we have something called seeing the kingdom of god we have entering the kingdom of god and we have something called inheriting the kingdom of god and every stages of this um, uh, seeing entering or inheriting the kingdom of god it's a different growth that happens inside every single one of us that we can see and pursue god and we can eventually inherit the kingdom of god so therefore this verse it is only referring to entering into the kingdom of god so you won't be able actually to inherit the kingdom of god if you don't enter into the kingdom of god and those two verses are saying to us that in order for you to enter into the kingdom of God, if you have an eye that causes sin and causes you to stumble, then you need to take that eye out so to enter into the kingdom of God. And if you take a look at that verse in Mark chapter nine, it is saying that it is better to have one eye than to have two eyes and be cast into the hell fire. So in this video, I'm not really going to talk to you about like the hell fire, but what we can see here in the scripture and in the context, it's talking about the kingdom of God and talking about the hell, like the opposite of the kingdom of God, which mentioned here like hell fire. What we know from the scriptures that the kingdom of God is not something that you wait for it to come one day out there. The kingdom of God is inside of you and it's in the Holy Spirit. So basically what you are searching and what you are seeing and what you want to enter it is something that internal is happening inside of you so the kingdom of God is inside of you and you need to seek that and you need to inherit something that God has within you in you so so that's why uh, the, the there is a direct relation from entering into the kingdom and removing the eye that doesn't let us to enter the kingdom which we are going to see that shortly so Let's go back to Matthew uh, to Matthew 5 and continue reading that verse and go to verse before that and see what is this I. In Matthew chapter 5, so we are back in verse 29. Uh, we read the verse 29 uh, together, but now let's read a couple of verse before that. And we just want to see that I it is not referring to the physical eye. So uh, verse 27 says, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her. Do you see that it says, whoever looks at a woman. So you always look with an eye. And the next the verse before that, right before that, it is talking about an eye that you need to remove. So basically, or pluck out or cast out. But here says that, um, so uh, look, look, looks at the woman to uh, lust for her as has already committed adultery in her heart. So where do you see the woman that the, if you see that with that eye, you committed adultery in the heart? So obviously, so when in the eye that you're looking at, it's the eye of your heart. It's not the eye with the physical eyes. So here's the thing. So before any sin comes to manifestation of the physical realm, it was already seen and it was already seen and done in the heart of people. So that's the root. That's where everything starts to happen. So the eye that you you see, it's not the eye that physical see, that it could happen, but actually, you know, it started from way inside, within that the heart of man. Before any um, of those uh, pictures that we saw inside of us come to manifestation, we first actually saw them so the eye that Jesus here is talking here is talking about the eye that you have in your heart and now that eye is causing you to sin the word sin basically means a stumble or offense so you you get um, offended uh, when your right eye brings you that offense or that stumbling that happens from you. So what are you going to stumble from? As we read in Mark chapter 9, you're going to be stumble and don't enter into the kingdom of God. So we read, in, we read actually in Mark chapter 9 that the, um, there are two eyes and we cannot enter into the kingdom of i to the kingdom of god if we have two eyes oh actually we have two eyes we need to have one eye and because we need to be a single eye and just to see one thing and that's the kingdom of god that's why we need to seek the kingdom of god so so here's the thing, we want to see what Jesus really said and what is this eye. So now let's go to John chapter 9 and we want to see what Jesus is talking there. Okay, so in John chapter 9, that's the story of a man who was born blind and Jesus went and we know the story that he went and he opened the eyes of this man who was born blind. And now it comes to the end of chapter 9 and this guy, his eyes is opened and he goes to synagogue and the Pharisees and the leaders of the law, they cast him out of synagogue and he's really in a bad situation because he's like they cast him out of uh, the synagogue. So now he's out and Jesus hears about him and Jesus goes and finds him and this is what Jesus tells him. Look at verse 36 in John chapter 9 verse 36 and he answered and said who is it lord that i may believe in him and jesus said to him you have both seen him and it is he who is talking with you do you see the word seeing him so you have seen him and it is he who is talking to you verse 38 then he said lord i believe and he worshiped him and jesus said For judgment, I have come into this world that those who do not see may see and those who see may be be made blind. So do you see there's two eyes? Mark chapter nine told us that there's two eyes. Actually here says, Jesus says, okay, I have come for a judgment and my judgment is this, that those people that they don't see, I have come to open their eyes to see. And those people that they see I came to uh, basically close their eyes and make them blind all right so there is an eye that was closed and Jesus comes to open that eye and there's an eye that is open and Jesus comes to make that that one eye close so, but what is the eye that is talking about? What happened? Where do we see that the first time the eye of man started opening up? And now Jesus in John chapter 9 says, you know, I have come to close that eye. Because that eye was never supposed to be opened. So, we see that in Genesis chapter Three, that for the first time that there is an eye that opened up and Jesus is closing that eye because he came to open another eye so that we can see and enter into the kingdom of God so let's go to Genesis chapter 3 in Genesis chapter 3 verse we want to read verse 6 and 7 but we know the story in Genesis chapter 3 that uh, this is a story of a serpent that came and started talking to them and now something is happening here Verse six, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, do you see when the woman saw, so it's about seeing is happening here. That it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she look of its fruit, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Okay, here's the thing. They saw there was an eye that was closed. And because when when you read uh, verse 25 in chapter two, it says they were naked, but they weren't ashamed. Why? Because the eye that they had, it was blind. And that blindness that they have, they couldn't see that they're actually naked. So that's why they weren't really ashamed. But here's the thing. They come to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord told them, if you eat of this tree, you will die and the first thing that the tree did to them the tree opened up their eyes to their own nakedness so and they were ashamed and they were fearful and they ran they ran around and they tried to hide themselves from the presence of god so this is called death that you hide yourself from the presence of God. So basically what happened was in Genesis chapter three, that as soon as they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, their eyes got opened. So here's the eye that got opened and now they saw their own nakedness. They saw that they are, they lack something. They saw their own own weakness. They saw their own nakedness. And then immediately what they did that they tried to bring a solution to that what they saw. But in the beginning God had closed that eye because God didn't want them to see themselves as naked so that they can approach God and they see the light of God and come to him so that God can actually cover them with the the tree of life. This is how basically the death entered into the world. So now we come to John chapter nine and Jesus, after he opened the eyes of this blind man, he says that I have come for judgment so that those who see, they will be made blind. So basically, what he's saying here is that the eye that is inside of you and the eye that sees your own nakedness, the eye that causes you to see your own nakedness, your own weakness, your own fleshly life, your own, the life that you think you lack something. So he came to close that, close our eyes to a perspective, to a life, to to something that we see, which is actually, it is not for us to see because we ought to see the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and if you follow me, you shall never be into darkness. What happened when Adam and Eve, they covered themselves? So they cover themselves with something and that means they bring the darkness into their own life. So as soon as you cover yourself, you cover yourself basically from the light. That's why when the, when the, when the Lord came to the garden and started calling them, they, they hid themselves. So they hid themselves into the darkness of their mind and the darkness of their heart and they didn't let the light of God to shine into their heart so that he can bring redemption into them so basically we are here and we see that Jesus is saying you know what I have come so that I can just um, make that one eye blind but I have come here also so that you can start seeing something else you you can start seeing the light of the world that I have come here to open the eye inside of your heart that causes you to see the light because you know the moment you start seeing the light and staring at the light guess what happens you become blind to the world around you for example if you look at the Sun directly so, um, you know, all of us, or at least when I was growing up, I was told million times, don't look at the sun directly because you become blind. And here's the thing, Jesus is the sun and we do need to look at him directly because when you look at him, the light of the world, you become blind, but to the world and not to him. So now we come to matthew chapter 5 and jesus is talking here and he says if your right eye causes you to sin pluck it out and cast it so it is better for you to enter into the kingdom of god with one eye than you don't enter actually it is better to have one eye because you will enter into the kingdom of god because if you have two eyes it won't happen so so we can understand now the eye that you, that causes you to stumble is the eye that was opened when you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when you looked at your own nakedness, you looked at your own sin, you looked at the weakness, you looked at the lack that is in you and it's in the world around you. But the moment you take that eye out, you actually deliver yourself. The world the word plucked out is actually, it's the word deliver. It is the word that is mentioned in Galatians chapter 1 that he has come to deliver us. So, or many other places that is talking that Jesus came to deliver us from this, the power of the world. It, is, it has the word deliver, and that means deliverance. So if we read that one verse in Matthew chapter 5 again, the right word for it is, the right translation is this, that if your right eye causes you to sin, deliver yourself. The word it is actually, it's the word autos or means it's referring to him or to to someone, mostly in the Greek language. So it says deliver yourself by casting that eye out. So So basically, if, we ju- if I just want to wrap it up here in this video, it says like once upon a time, we we all run away from God. We hid ourselves into the darkness of our mind and heart because we had covered ourselves with a solution that we thought is the solution for us, not knowing that the reason we are doing and we are looking for solution is because we are seeing the lack that is inside of us. Our eyes are open into the lack. We always make our decisions according to the lack that we all have if we just look at our lives it's filled with examples that every single decision that we see it's because of the lack because we see the lack that's why we make those decisions and now Jesus comes and he says I have come to close your eyes to the lack because the light of the world has come and now you can finally look at the provision I can take you guys a little deeper here and, um, and you can just go and study that. If you go and uh, study the word I in those verses, you see that in John chapter 4, Jesus is talking to the disciples and he says that lift up your eyes and see that the harvest is ready to be ripe. It's ready. The harvest is ready. Lift up your eyes. How do you lift up your eyes when you look when you open up your eyes when the eye was open now you are lifting your eyes up and you seeing something that you weren't seeing this before so Jesus says the harvest is ready and all you need to do is you need to lift up your eyes and you need to see so what is he saying he says close your eyes into the eye that tells you oh the harvest is not ready The eye that tells you that, oh, I'm not, um, um, there is no abundance. The eye that tells you, that shows you the lack, close your eyes into that and open up your eyes to uh, that shows you that the harvest is ready. And and you see that even in uh, John chapter 5 that Jesus is feeding multitude of people, 5,000 people, and right before that it says he lifted up his eyes and he saw the people are coming to him. And that's why he's like, he says, okay, feed them. Let's feed them. We can even see that in John chapter 17, that Jesus is talking and he's, he said, he lifted up his eyes and he prayed to the father and he said, Father, glorify your son. Even we can see that in, uh, in the story of Lazarus, when Jesus went to raise Lazarus from the dead, he's, it says that Jesus lifted up his eyes and he said, Father, I know that you have always heard heard me. So what do we see from those stories? He says there is an eye inside of you that needs to be lifted up, that needs to see. You need to see the abundance that is in the spirit, not the lack. When Jesus wanted to feed the 5,000 people, the disciples said the same thing that you and i are saying even today and they said lord you know how many how much money we need to feed those people and we can't we lack provision and jesus lifted up his eyes and he see there is abundance in the spirit so now That's why if you want to enter into the kingdom of God, you need to lift up your eyes, you need to close one eye and blind it, cast it out, take it away from yourself, the eye that tells you the lack, the eyes that tells you the the weakness that you have, and then you open your eyes to the kingdom of God, to the provision, the abundance of life that is flowing from the spirit of god inside of us and the moment we do that then we start seeing things different around us and and the moment you see that in your heart you have already have it what jesus said jesus brought that example for if you see adultery in your heart you have already committed adultery so if that's the negative part of it with the eye that is um, wicked so we can have the same thing with the eye that is life if we can see the abundance that is in the spirit if we can see inside of us then we we already have it so I hope this video really blessed you and encouraged you to understand that you know you need to you need to pluck pluck it out or I can say you need to deliver yourself by Uh, removing the eye by casting the eye that shows you your weakness and lift up your eyes and look at the field look at him that he has already done everything and everything is available for us and there is an abundance in the spirit so I would say that um, till next week lift up your eyes and see that the field is ready And everything is available. So enter into the kingdom of God. See the kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Rose and Masood Ramandi. We hope you stay connected by subscribing to our podcast to receive latest teachings to keep you growing in the knowledge of God. If you would like to support our ministry to continue spreading the fragrance of his knowledge, please visit our website at perfectedbyblood.com forward slash donation. For more teachings, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash perfected by blood. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, go to perfectedbyblood.com forward slash sign up and sign up you'll get a free ebook called Unveiled Word, a simple guide to understand the Bible. You'll also be notified about new articles about our ministry updates and our upcoming brand new online courses. And if you're ready to take your life into a whole new level to go deeper and go bigger in God, make sure you grab my book, The Flood of Mercy, Supernatural Help in Your Greatest Time of Need. It's available on Amazon right now. When you order your copy, you're really supporting our ministry and the message we carry. And you'll also be getting a book that it will reveal to you how you can stop trying to fulfill God's supernatural plan for your life through natural means. Instead, you can receive the power of His mercy through deeper understanding of God's compassionate heart. This book helps you to change your mind, believe in God's goodness, receive His involvement in your day-to-day life, and finally, lift up the burdens off of your shoulders. It's called The Flood of Mercy, Supernatural Help in Your Greatest Time of Need. It's available on Amazon right now. Thanks for tuning in.